welcome to Yamoja Speaks podcast with your host Shalonda. Hey there, how are you? So if you're looking for a podcast that is expressive, that talks about trauma through the lens of creative means to express it and to get over and through that traumatic experience, experience, as well as discussing foster care experiences and life in general, life lessons, this is the podcast for you. So let's get started. Okay, I know I've been gone for this entire year. So it's May and it's the end of May. So that's five months that I have refused to post content, not necessarily not recording the content. However, the busyness and you know, craziness that I have gone through over the course of these five months has made me really neglect my responsibility to my podcast and really just to even see that it makes a difference. I wasn't in the right mindset to really notice that it was actually making a difference. However, I also know that I was not able to really market the way that I wanted to market as well. So, I think it was partially my fault in the marketing department for promoting my podcast as well as my inspiration and motivation for creating this podcast. But I did receive a voice memo from a Sam. I want to shout you out. I may start adding you know, voice memos to podcast episodes just to kind of interact with my followers and subscribers and just, you know, have it more creatively um, enhanced to kind of really interact with you on here. And so I wanted to say thank you to Sam. And although it was March that Sam posted or gave me that voice message and it took me some time to figure out like where did I go how do I get back to it can I reply to them and I just don't know how to do it yet because it's an updated feature and I have not been on this app in a while so I'll learn through it but I'm going to give a shout out through this episode so if you're listening to this thank you so much for the wonderful voice message and I really do hope that you know, your your children, um, they, you know, still support this podcast as well, because I was really thankful that you shared it with them. But then I also hope that, you know, they don't give up because going through foster care is a rough experience and it can get dark and emotional. And if you're not really expressing that or having an outlet, it can really overtake you and that can consume you. So I really do hope that they were able to focus on something. Although I stopped making the podcast episodes, they still had something to hold their attention, something to hold their focus so that they can get through not really thinking about the emotions that they feel from being in foster care, but where they want to feel, where they want to go and how they want to feel. And so I really do hope that 
you and them are reunited and everything is working out because it was a couple of months ago and so I do hope that the unification of your family or the recreation I really didn't understand the gist of the backstory but I do hope that you and your family come back together or come together so with that being said I'm y'all I'm I don't know if you hear my voice but I'm super super excited I really am because I was just sitting on the floor and I was like trying to do some Pilates sort of because I was thinking to myself that I have not really worked my body out and I started moving and I heard cracks and I was like oh no I'm too young for this (laughs) I cannot (laughs) I cannot be sounding this way as I move my arms you know and I was just thinking to myself like no some people do not crack and and they're older than I am so it has to be because I have a limited mobility right now meaning I just did not get myself up to start moving it uh, it has nothing to do with like physical pains and you know anything like that I I haven't gotten injured it's just the lack of motivation to move and so I was trying to do some Pilates and I'm sitting there I'm thinking to myself and I'm like hmm you know what I'm thinking about the circumstances that's been surrounding me and what I caused and then I was like yo I was this close to giving up and I started realizing like that is not my personality I am not a quitter I'm I'm thinking to myself too, prior to that, what would my mama do? And I'm like, me and her are totally two different people. I care more about my image and perception. And then I started realizing like, but I don't have no emotional connection to having certain things released about me. Like, I'm also in a space where I'm like, hmm... What would you do if you became bigger than you thought that you can be, Shalonda, and then things of your past started to creep up? People out of the woodwork started saying like, I know this woman and I was with her. We were friends and, you know, different stories about when I was in high school or whatever, you know, started to surface. What would I do? And I realized absolutely nothing. I wouldn't even address it. I would maybe check it out, look at it, and I would keep it pushing. And, you know, if I am big and more people know who I am and they start to look at these stories about the past version of who I was and they ask me, well, can we discuss it? No. We can discuss my here and my now. We can discuss my journey personally, like going through foster care and navigating through my success. You know, navigating through for my success, but through, I guess you've got to go through the trauma, right? So navigating through my trauma to get to my success. I would love to discuss that journey because that journey helps other people navigate through their emotional traumas and get through the trials, the tribulations, and find their way out. 
that is what I would love to discuss. Whenever I reached my pinnacle, my top, my peak, and other things want to creep in to like say, hey, can we discuss this? I want to spill some tea. Well, go spill some tea with somebody else, right? I could easily say that to the interviewer and say, that's not who I am. And I will refrain from giving them information. And the mature person, once I get to that level, y'all, the mature person inside of me <laughs> will be able to refrain, right? Because I I would have, in, in the future, I would have worked on so many difficult things emotionally and I would have been in another mental space where I've already created, you know, certain talking points for how to deal with situations like this. And so I'm thinking to myself in this current time, like, what do I do to get to that level? What can I say to myself now to get me to that mature level later in life? How can I start today? And it's definitely not giving up. It's definitely not quitting because somebody wants to spread something or it turned my image, right? Two things just went on at once and I'm like, okay, right when I record, bam. And distractions, boom, boom, boom. But... I'm also like kind of listening too, making sure that I don't hear somebody in my driveway or my kids getting up out of the bed. But let's continue. I have cared more about my public image than my own emotion. So let's put this into perspective. I cared more about how other people perceived me rather than how I felt about myself right and that is a dangerous dangerous zone to be in because when you care more about how people see you you want to align your life to be a certain way you want to limit the errors that you do and then for me personally even when I messed up and everyone says like take accountability taking accountability is very hard it's difficult but It's good to say. It's wonderful to say. But when you're so worried about your public image, instead of taking accountability personally, I noticed that I deflected a lot because I didn't have the words to say to really own what I've done to harm someone, to make someone else feel bad, to hurt their feelings in whatever sort of way, to cause pain to them. And so I don't I didn't know what to say in certain situations, so I deflected. Because in my mind, I'm still thinking about my public image and how this issue might tarnish how others outside of me view me. And while the public image is crucial, it's important, it is not the end-all, be-all. It should never trump over how you feel about yourself. My public image should not dictate how I feel personally about myself. So if my public image is tainted with whatever information, like 
everybody in the world if you become a public figure there's some information that leaks about you and you will have to deal with it whether that was a fight in the fifth grade you got beat up and whatever else hi there did you know that i support local organizations that helps aged out foster youth Yes, I am an advocate for foster youth to help them transition from foster care to adulthood and learning all of the skills that they can possibly learn to make that transition as smooth as possible. One organization, Bessie's Angels, have been helping young ladies in foster care and aged out of foster care really make that transition as smooth as possible. They provide them with different resources needed like bus passes, independent living classes, adulting classes, workshops for learning about finances, credit, cooking, as well as providing them with low-income housing. Transitioning from foster care to being on your own is a big challenge, but having a support system like Bessie's Angels always helps young ladies help them to navigate their transition more smoothly. If you would like to help out Bessie's Angels, please click the link or go to the link bessiesangels.org to register today to support their 10th annual walk hosted June 3rd at Edgewater. If you are a young lady that was in foster care or currently in foster care and you would like to participate, please email me at the email in the description box, media at gmail.com or speaks at gmail.com to other most humiliating things that could possibly <laughs> go on right so it's when you get to that level when I get to that level I know that there will be things that I have to deal with from this time period of my life from my high school period of my life and maybe even my elementary period like I don't know who might come back you know, when I get to be on television and I'm doing more interviews and I'm up on stages and I'm, you know, running symposiums and I have this and I have that and I'm an author and so I have my, I'm putting it in a university or so I have my book signing at the libraries and it's open for everybody to come and kind of see me and then all of a sudden the wrong person show up and I have to sit there and look them in the face like, oh, you're here. But thank you for supporting me. Move it along. You know, but I have to have a certain level of discretion and maturity for whatever comes my way. And that starts now by not quitting on myself and understanding that the things that all decisions that I've made in the past, whether that was to cut someone off, whether that was to be overly nice to people that I probably should not have. Whatever the decisions that I've made in the past, when they show up again in my future, I will be okay with it. But I won't just lay down and quit. I am too strong for that. And I want this message to reach those that it's intended for. Because there's going to be a situation in your future 
where you're tested with your past trials and tribulations and the decisions that you've made in that past they were the decisions that you've made with the knowledge that you've had and you made the correct decision at that present time because you were limited in the knowledge that you've had but since you have grown over the years then when knowledge was learned more wisdom became known to you. And therefore, when you look and reflect over the decisions that you've made, you realize that that was not the best decision that you could have made through reflecting. But at that time, it was the best. And you have to sit in it. And I was listening to Michelle Obama talk about the values that she wanted to instill in her daughters. And one thing that she stated was allowing her daughters to sit in their failures. And take ownership of it. And to look at it for themselves and not do anything about it for them. For them to handle their own failures. And for them to look at the things that they have decided. The choices that they have made. Based off the knowledge and the level of where they are. The time period. Whatever phase phase of their life they're, they're in. And to sit in it. And to just... Relax and be. But owning those decisions. And if they see those decisions as being wrong, if we look at our decisions and we see them as wrong, it's okay. It's perfectly okay. Sometimes we don't have to erase. Sometimes we should look at that permanent stain right and so when I have my daughters do their schoolwork, I'll give you analogy I have them use pen a lot of the times so they can't erase because I want her to see the progress that she's made so when she's able to look at the first one that is really bad <laughs> like you can barely read it and then progressively and I tell her you cannot erase it or if she spells something incorrect by mixing up the letters whatever the case may be I tell her don't erase it pick another spot a clean one and start over and it allows her to look back at the mistake that she's made and then how she has improved from that mistake and I keep my journals and I know that I probably should have kept more journals but I keep my journals to look back and to reflect and to have my mistakes and to have my great achievements and accomplishments in different things because I have my I have one that is my accomplishments but then also like lessons learned book and then I have my journals and I write in about my feelings my emotions and my day to day but occasionally I have my little sit down relaxed moments and I go back and I read through and I flip through all the things that I have done up to this point in my life and the mistakes that I've made and I sit with those and say wow I've learned these lessons but in some cases I haven't learned so that means that I need to what (laughs) I need to stop and reflect a little bit 
a little bit deeper into it because I haven't learned certain mistakes and they're still repeating themselves. And I'm still seeing the same journal entry over and over and over again because the lesson was not learned. And so as I continue to go back through my little dates with myself, reviewing and reflecting into my journal and figuring out what lessons need to be learned, I'm also being able to sit with my emotions and being comfortable with my mistakes and then finding something that I can learn from it so that I do not completely tarnish my future by continuing to make those same mistakes. I do have a last question for you. So what do you do for keeping your self on track where you're not where let's put like this you have a lot of things that's going on in your life a lot of emotions that you may feel based off of the experiences that you've had and now you're you're in a place where you think that your decisions from your past is going to come back up how will you handle it let's say you are already at a great peak of your life what will you do when someone from your past come back into your life and try to disrupt what you have established in your peace what will you do how will you handle it how mature will your response be to this person thank you for listening to this week's podcast of course you can always come over to my Instagram page, Your Mojo Speaks. And yes, I still do have my consulting work for marketing. I do not post regularly uh, because I do work with different organizations in Cleveland. And sometimes it takes me away from my actual postings because I'm working local with different um, organizations that I personally have developed a relationship with. And so I haven't been able to grow and scale, which is why I have not done a lot of the work uh, to scale on social media because it's not really a focal point for me. However, I think that I will by next year be able to have a team where we discuss whatever that I might take, Yemoja's media, uh, whatever direction I decide to go into. But for now, I do a lot of the pictures uh, photography I do photo shoots um, locally and I want to start to branch out and do other things with my photography and really showcase it so definitely stay tuned to Yamoja's media and my account on Instagram and I might move over to a different social media but platform for Yamoja's media but as of now I don't want to overload myself with a lot of different projects because Yes, I'll tell you in another podcast episode that it definitely overwhelms me, but my creative mind always tells me that I need to initiate a new project. We'll talk later. Have a wonderful day.